What's going on, everybody? Another edition of the 2023 version of the 30 to 1 MLB Countdown Previews brought to you by the Passball Show and JohnPLA.com. Uh, what we do is we look at the over-unders, project the win total for each one of the 30 MLB teams, been doing it for the past 12 years, rank the, to- the win totals 1 to 30, 1 being the most, 30 being the worst, and then count down the previews, one for each team, starting with the team I feel like is going to have a worse record. Today we're talking about the Minnesota Twins, and the Minnesota Twins came into Major League Baseball as part of the American League in 1901 as the Washington Senators. Won the World Series in 1924, beating the Giants. Lost the World Series to the Pittsburgh Pirates a year later in 1925. And after the 1960 season, moved from Washington, D.C. to Minnesota. Uh, Washington Senators stayed along. They got another expansion team, which they uh, started in 1972. But the Twins, as they were now known, made it to the World Series in 1965, losing to the Los Angeles Dodgers, and then won their first World Series in 1987, and then again in 1991. The 2022 version won 78 games, lost 84 games, and lost catcher Gary Sanchez, who's still a free agent, infielder Gio Urshela, who signed with the Los Angeles Angels, and traded batting champion Luis Arise to the Miami Marlins in exchange for Pablo Lopez, the starting pitcher. Signed two-time World Series winning catcher Christian Vasquez, outfielder designated hitter Joey Gallo, and traded for infielder Kyle Farmer with the Cincinnati Reds. Also added outfielder Michael A. Taylor. And then at this point, the Minnesota Twins were kind of ready to go in and battle. They they had a pretty good offseason. They're coming off of some talented players, a down year. Um, They could have won more games. But the expectation was this was going to be the squad. And then Carlos Correa signed a 13-year deal with the San Francisco Giants. That didn't work out. He failed the physical because of a broken fibula in 2014. He immediately signed a 12-year contract with the New York Mets. Had the same physical issues because, I guess, the same doctor. And I guess you're doing your due diligence. You want to see what a doctor says that is going to allow for a contract to be completely voided. The Mets ended up doing the same thing. Scott Boris does his job as the GOAT in regards to sports agents. I think he's one of the best of all time. I think he belongs in baseball's Hall of Fame. He gets Carlos Correa a deal with the Minnesota Twins, six years, $200 million guaranteed, with some options that could bring the deal to about 10 years total. So the Twins were already to kind of ready to figure it out what it would be like without Carlos Correa and having him for almost one season. Now they get him. And I think their lineup obviously looks a lot deeper with it. Correa being part of it. Kyle Farmer getting a chance to play. Uh, Jose Miranda, who I think is going to become an even better power hitter, plays first base. Max Kepler, who they were looking to deal because they felt like they had a position of strength, I think keeps that lineup deeper. I got a feeling Joey Gallo playing in Minnesota without... The pressure of having to succeed in New York or L.A. I think he can go out there and hit 30 bombs this year. Get a chance to DH, play day in and day out. Probably bat towards the bottom of the lineup. You know, there's you know, is there's enough depth in the middle of the order. Byron Buxton, now if he's healthy, he should get a chance to bat in the middle of the order. Jorge Polanco, Alex Kirilov. 
and a little bit of Nick Gordon. And I think this this lineup, you know, isn't the 27 Yankees. You know, it's not the Minnesota Twins of 1987 with Kirby Puckett and Kent Herbeck. But I think this is a pretty good offensive team. They should be able to score some runs. I think they got a little bit of speed. They should be able to run the bases well, steal a little bases, take a couple bases, take advantage of the new stolen base rules. And if you look at their bench, Donovan Solano, veteran with the Giants, could kind of play all over the place, utility role. Ryan Jeffers is the backup catcher to before mentioned. Nick Gordon, Dee's brother, Tom's son. And then Michael A. Taylor, gold glove winning outfielder, probably plays a fourth outfielder role with the Twins. But as you've seen over the last couple of years, he's going to get a lot of starts. He's going to get a lot of playing time. It's almost like a starter that's maybe not in your your opening day lineup. When it comes to pitching, I like the move they made to get Pablo Lopez. He definitely adds some depth. Kenta Maeda uh, has been hurt the last couple seasons. I think the team's looking forward to seeing if they could get him back to full strength. Sonny Gray is their ace. Tyler Malley, who they brought over at the deadline last year from the Cincinnati Reds. And Joe Ryan was probably their best overall pitcher this past season. Bailey Ober is probably their sixth starter. He's going to get a little bit of a chance to, you know, maybe relieve. Maybe uh, he, he could go out there and make 20, 25 starts to help them out. In regards to the Twins' bullpen, I think their closer now is Johan Duran. He had 89 strikeouts in just under 68 innings last year. No Twins pitcher had more than nine saves. But I think that's a little bit misleading. Emilio Pagan. Pitched 59 games, struck out 84 batters in 63 innings. Was very good for them. Um, Griffin Jacks was pretty solid. Kelly Thelbar um, had 80 strikeouts in just over 59 innings. Uh, Trevor McGill, Met pitcher Tyler's brother, was relatively effective for them. Um, I look at Jose De Leon, who was part of that perfect game, pitched in a World Baseball Classic. Probably a good chance to, if he doesn't get a spot on a 25-man roster, maybe pitches a little bit in AAA, can be relied on at some point in the season. And remember Randy Dubnek, the Uber driver from a couple years ago, a little bit of fame as the Twins made it to the postseason? Well, he's still in the mix. You know, Maybe he could uh, make up for a lost season in 2021. When it comes to the Twins' prospects, I'm looking at three players one, two, and four in their system. They all play the middle infield, and they all have different type of offensive strengths. Uh, Brooks Lee, who was the number eight overall pick in the 2022 draft, had a solid finish to the 2022 season. He could be up in the majors as soon as maybe late this year or next year. He's really that good of a pure hitter. I think you could put him at second base. You could put him at shortstop. Of course, Carlos Correa is going to be there for the next handful of seasons. I don't think anybody's really playing shortstop in Minnesota unless you're thinking about maybe moving Correa to third. And the only reason that that's a possibility is he was set to play third base if he's going to sign the deal with the New York Mets. So I look at Brooks Lee, and you know what? There's a chance he might be up here a little more, a little quicker. Royce Lewis, 2017 number one overall pick. You saw him a little bit last year. Probably going to start the season on the IL this year. He's got a good power-speed combo. Really, 
is, is going to be one of the better all-around hitters. A little bit of power, a little bit of speed. Um, I think he's a very good defensive player. Uh, it's going to be a matter of time. If he's ready, if he's healthy, there's a place for him on a roster. And then Edward Julian, um, 2019 18th round pick, second baseman, is more of a power hitter. I don't know if he's really set to be a middle infielder. But he's another person to look at in regards to the future of the Minnesota Twins. They got a lot of talent in the middle of the diamond. Obviously led by Correa, who's going to be there for a while. So when it comes down to how I feel about the Minnesota Twins for the 2022-3 season. I look at them last year and I feel like there is a, a solid bounce back in a lot of the players. I look at Kirilov. I look at Miranda, who I think can get better. Buxton, I think if he's healthy, he could go out there and have that breakout season. Kyle Farmer, I think, was play, playing in a place like Cincinnati where they got a great baseball tradition, but the expectations are that they're not going to do a lot of winning. I think he plays in Minnesota with Correa in, in the middle of the infield. It's a little bit of an inspiration to him. Vasquez, very good handling pitchers, very good defensive catcher, can hit a little bit. Um, you know, the Twins got what they what they were really looking for, what they've been looking for for the past couple of years. They made a signing of Jason Castro, former Astros catcher, and that didn't work out. They, I think they gave him like a four-year deal. Vasquez is exactly what they were looking for when they signed Jason Castro. But I can see the, wins, I can see the Twins winning the AL Central. I really can. I, I can see the Indians having a little bit of a bounce back. The White Sox a little bit of an identity crisis. The Royals, the Tigers, they're nowhere to be found in regards to competing this year. And I could see the Twins maybe scored a couple more runs than expected. Maybe kind of a little bit of Correa leadership. Now you know he's going to be there for a little while. And the starting pitching I think is going to be solid. You know, Joe Ryan is a number four or number five. If Maeda and Mally and obviously Gray and Lopez top of the rotation, this is as good of a starting rotation as really anybody in that division. So I think the Twins could surprise a little bit, get back to the postseason, win the AL Central. I got them 93-69, and 69, first place in the American League Central. This is the MLB 30-1 to 1 countdown previews. This is the Passball Show version. I'm John Pielli. If you're interested in checking out any more of my 2023 previews, you can check us out on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music Videos, on YouTube. Stay tuned for the next one. God bless you. And as always, I see you on the other side.